Hi, and welcome to Crypto Chats, a podcast that explores cryptids, alien encounters, and ghost stories. This episode was previously recorded for a different type of media, so please ignore all mentions of videos and specific photos. Um, Links to all the photos that are mentioned in this video are in the description. If you don't already know me, my name is Kenzie, aka CryptoBaddy69 on Instagram. Uh, big cryptids person here. Um, thought it would be fun to make some videos, just talk about um, various cryptids and you know their first sightings, where they originated, etc., etc. Um, so I'm gonna start today with one of my favorite cryptids, um, one that's been really on my mind a lot recently. Um, because my boyfriend and I have been watching this docu-series called Hellier, um, and it is about the Kentucky Goblins. Um, so the Kentucky Goblins, weird little dudes, I love them. Um, I think they're super interesting, um, and I would like to share some information about them with you today. Hopkinsville, Kentucky, August 1955, is the first reported sighting of the Kentucky Goblins and where this craze kind of started. Um, so eight adults and three children all reported seeing these tiny little creatures um, after a reported UFO sighting. Um, So these little creatures were described as about three feet tall um, with super large eyes, really weird pointy ears, webbed hands and feet, the whole to-do, pale gray skin. Um, One of the men who actually like went out and tried to defend these people against these little goblins billy ray taylor um described these little goblins as having metallic-y skin um, which is strange but you know what we'll take it um so we're at the home there's this farmhouse it is owned by elmer and john sutton um and there's a couple people staying there we have um elmer and john there is the matriarch of the house Um, I'll tell you what her name is in a moment. No, I will not because I didn't write it down. Well, that's fine. Anyway, so we have Elmer and John Sutton, um, owners of this farmhouse. And then we have Billy Ray Taylor and his wife. And there are a couple other people who did not get interviewed. So we do not have their names. Um, and some children who were all a part of this. So there's a UFO sighting that is witnessed and they start seeing and hearing these little creatures trying to get into their house. They're popping up in the windows, terrorizing the children, clawing at the, at the windows and the doors, trying to get into the house. Um, so naturally, um, as I would assume you would be in rural Kentucky, Um, well, and I feel like most people would do this first. You go out with your gun and you're like, well, what are these three feet little goblins going to do? I'm just going to shoot them. That's it. End of story. So for about four hours, we have Billy Ray Taylor and, uh, John Sutton outside shooting at these little goblins that are terrorizing their house. Um, they never gave an official report of how many goblins there were but I would assume there had to be a decent amount 
for them to be continuously terrorizing this household uh, for hours on end. So they're out there shooting them. Nothing seems to really be working for them. You know, they've got shotguns. They're hitting these little things. Nothing's happening. They're unfazed. These little goblins are just like, you thought you were going to get us, but you can't. We're going to keep fucking up your shit. So eventually, Billy Ray, Taylor, and Johnson come back into the house. And they're like, you know what? We'll board, we'll board up the walls. We'll board up the windows and the doors. And we're going to just hang out inside. A couple hours go by. They don't really hear very much. And they're like, great. We're safe. We don't have to worry about this anymore. So Billy Ray Taylor goes to go outside to, you know, scope out the scene, see if any of these little goblins are still hanging around. He exits the door and one of the other people in the house sees one little goblin hand come down and try to grab the top of his head. They yank him back in and they go, great. So these little fuckers are still here. Um, and that is when about four hours later from the initial first sighting, uh, they call the police to help them out about the situation they found themselves in. So they call the police, the police, um, the, the local like state, the local town police, the state police and the military police from Fort Campbell show up to investigate this crime scene, if you will, this weird situation that they found themselves in. Um, and upon investigating, they find zero evidence of these little creatures. The only thing that they're finding while they're out and about searching for these things is the shotgun shells um, from uh, the guns that they had shot at the goblins. Um, so all of these people come in, they're finding nothing. These 11 people are like, well, we know what we saw. All of their statements lined up perfectly. They were like, yeah, we definitely saw these. So you guys are out of your mind. Um, cops leave, whatever. From about 2.30 in the morning until daybreak, the Sutton family and others in the house are con experiencing continuous like terrorization and, um, you know, attacks and sounds and etc from these little goblins um that just they were not given it a rest they were like you shot at us you called the cops on us we're gonna get you um so and then daybreak comes and all activity ceases and they're like great so i guess we've got nothing so um Uh, while the, it's worth noting too that while uh, the police and the military police and all these people were investigating this crime scene, they also found no evidence of any sort of um, drugs or alcohol or anything that would kind of mess with what these people were seeing. Um, it was reported that the matriarch of the house, like, she didn't mess with any of that. She would not allow alcohol in her house. She would not allow drugs in her house. Um, she had a very clean, sober house and that was it, line drawn. Um, so they found no evidence of anything that could have, um, you know, a hallucinogen or anything that could have made these these creatures kind of show themselves to, to somebody who was, you know, impaired or anything. So, um, we're going to go back a little bit to what I was talking about before um, when I first started the docu-series that I have been watching, Hellier. Um, so Hellier is incredible. Um, I'll give it another shout out at the end so you guys don't forget to watch it. Um, but in Hellier, they go searching once again for 
the Kentucky Goblins in a different part of Kentucky, quite actually on the opposite side of the state in Hellier, Kentucky. Um, so this was in 2012, I believe. Um, we have these two paranormal investigators, Greg and Dana Newkirk, who love them, wish they were my parents. If you see this, please adopt me. Um, they get a weird email from this man uh, who's like, hey, I've got all these goblins, please help me. Um, you know, he reports that they're coming out of the mines, that they're terrorizing his family very much in the same fashion as that first sighting in 1955. Um, tapping on the windows, trying to get into the building, just general nonsense, trying to scare this family and these children. Um, the like interesting thing here is that they are like said to be coming out of these mines which Kentucky does have a huge cave system so it is not unusual for people in these parts of Kentucky to have mine shafts and abandoned mines in their backyard on their property somewhere close by their house um so I think that part's really interesting because like a cave dwelling goblin just seems like real spooky <laughs> and I kind of love it um so they go to investigate and essentially they're finding footprints they find footprints in mud footprints all over the place you know these weird little gobliny tiny like footprints with some weird toes so i have my little notes here i'm actually going to read um the email that was sent to greg and dana newkirk um that is what i guess we have for a reported citing like official report of it um because no police reports were ever made in the in this case um this was kind of really the only um way this person reached out to be like hey i'm seeing this thing so i'm gonna read it to you guys um and we'll go from there for the past six months i have been living in a rural ho rural home located on the border of west virginia and kentucky where my family is nightly assaulted by creatures that i have come to believe are of extraterrestrial origin these beings appear to be the size and stature of a small child devoid of any facial features save for large oily eyes and lipless mouths they're frightening my children by peering through their bedroom windows chirping at one another that's weird they actively attempt to enter my home in the middle of the night. Last month, they took my dog. Oh, that's sad. Police refused to provide any further assistance, attributing the problems to wild animals and forwarding my complaints to the State Game Commission. I believe they are coming from an abandoned mine located on the edge of my property. Though I am armed, I am afraid I am afraid I'm far too frightened to enter the mine by my lonesome and cannot convince any sympathetic friends to accompany me, though I cannot blame them. I am convinced that they that the only answer is to collapse the mine. So that is the reported sighting that we have um, for the most recent sighting of the Kentucky Goblins. Um, the Kentucky Goblins are so weird. My I actually I have this hand-drawn photo. I'm sure I'm just going to make sure you guys can see this. Um, this beautiful artist rendition of a Kentucky Goblin um, drawn by one of my favorite humans in the world, Miss Sarah Brown. Um, this is essentially what, oh, sorry. This is essentially what um, people are reported seeing when they're um, talking about these little goblins. Personally, I really like them, but I kind of think they're probably aliens. Like I, 
I love them, but I love the idea of like a, a goblin alien, like coming out of the mine being like, coming for you, I'm gonna tap on your windows and chirp at you. <laughs> um, I think they're so silly. Um, so yeah, so we've got these two big reported sightings um, and that's kind of it. I do think it's really interesting because they are about six years apart from each other and on completely other sides, like opposite sides of the state. Um, but you know, as, as it is with most things, there are, you know, people report sightings and then sometimes they don't report sightings. So who's really to say what's going on in the middle there? Um, we don't really know. Probably more goblins popping up everywhere. <laughs> Um, if I had to guess. Um, so I guess this will be the end of my first video. I am going to make another one soon. Just going to give another quick recap of that show Hellier. It is amazing. I definitely suggest everybody watch it. Um, my boyfriend and I have been watching it on Prime Video. It is so good. It's one of those shows that you just like get sucked into and then you just can't stop watching it. It's amazing and it is um, starts off all about the Kentucky Goblins. So if you want more information on them, that is definitely a good place to go. Um, and yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed me rambling for a few minutes about the Kentucky Goblins. Um, hopefully, hopefully you'll stick around and watch my next video. That's all. Bye. <laughs>